Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to KSL News Radio. It's such a treat this week to have Dr. Tamara Sheffield with me, Senior Medical Director of Preventive Medicine at Intermountain Health. Mary Richards is here, Church News Reporter. And Dr. Delana Tonks joins me, Executive Director of Mountain Heights Academy. I, you know, I'm because of the time of day I get up, I'm always fascinated with anything that has to do with sleep. <laughs> if there's ever a new study about sleep, about how important it is or or how much you need or whatever. And this week I saw an interesting study about why women need more sleep than men. Dr. Sheffield, I didn't know that to begin with. And I'm going to have a conversation with my husband when I get home today about how I'm not being lazy. I need more sleep than you do. <laughs> and, and I wondered if it, is this something that I, help us understand what the differences are there. You know, and that's what we find is traditionally um, with most medical research, um, we've tended to focus on men as our subjects. And it's just in the more recent years that we are getting the the viewpoint that women respond different to medication, women have different needs in terms of their physiology. We have to be studying all genders, all races and things like that. So we understand what each individual's needs are. Yes, women need much more sleep than they get. And and the problem is, is because of the many roles we have, women tend to be the ones to reduce their sleep in order to say, okay, finally put my kids to bed. Now I'm going to do my other two or three jobs when yeah. we should be going to bed at the same time we're putting our kids to bed. I mean, when physiologically, if we are not getting that amount of sleep we need, we are increasing our cortisol levels. And that's detrimental to us in so many ways because our adrenal glands are the things that produce other hormones as well. And we have, and cortisol, what it will do is it, um, it increases our appetite. It will, because it gives us the stress, we get inflammation in our body. Cortisol has its place and it actually increases as we get closer to the morning to help us wake up. That's something that that does happen. But the problem is, is if we haven't gone to bed early enough, we're going to keep having this early waking because we actually cycle and have more cortisol in our system, and that makes us sleep even less. And so um, it's really critical for women to look at that front end of the day when you're as soon as those melatonin levels start to peak right around nine o'clock or so when the when it gets dark, that's where the melatonin starts kicking and you've got to have that darkness then that's when you really should respond and start getting yourself wound down. Keep light away from yourself. That's why we just say stay away from screens, stay away from, you know, these bright lights and let your body allow yourself to go to sleep. We just, we, we, there's so many things that we could do to give good hints on how to help people through that sleep cycle. But yes, women do need, and children, both women and children need more sleep than we as society are allowing ourselves to do right now. Oh, what do you think, Mary? I am just loving this discussion because for 19 years, I was right alongside Amanda. It's getting up at 2.33, 4 in the morning. No, before we had to be at the office at four, in the newsroom yeah. just so early and just come home and crash. And so I've always was just trying to, okay, I was constantly thinking about sleep. When should I go to sleep? How can I get more sleep? When can my children go to sleep so I can go to sleep? And for the last two years, I've been at the church news. And it's been interesting to see my patterns shift. And oh goodness, Dr. Sheffield, you're reminding me that I need to put my phone away in the evening because that's when I'm like, okay, the house is quiet. I'm going to start looking at some Instagram reels. And then next thing I know, my eyes are burning in the dark. Or, and it's just, I've messed up my whole thing. 
um, I do like reading at night when the house is quiet. And so um, that's another thing that it's so interesting that we must learn to recognize those cues of now's your window to kind of go to bed and be all right with that. And, and also not elbow, like when you're so, when, you, when, you're, when you're still wide awake, your brain is spinning about all the things that you are holding all the emotions of the day and going through what's going to happen. And husband's just calmly, nicely, deeply snoring next to you. You're like, I'm not going to elbow him. It's not fair that he's asleep. This is good. <laughs> he needs to sleep too. I do not need to wake him up and bring him into my cycle of anxiety right now. We can just go to bed and figure it out in the morning. Do you feel qualitatively different now, Mary, that you don't get up in the middle of the night? Oh, I'm so much happier. And I'm so interesting about how it's that hormonal and rhythms of my body just getting a full stretch of sleep now. I'm a different person. Mm, I bet. I bet. All right, Dr. Tonks, how do you, how do you see this? Well, I loved listening to Dr. Sheffield and everything that she had to say about it. And then the individual experiences of you and Mary having to get up in early in the morning and being at the studio and that it just resonates with me. Uh, I have long been, and especially when I was working on my PhD and working full time and being a mom and sleep was what was <laughs> sacrificed on the altar of getting everything done, right? Like the, that's what we do as moms and as, as women. I read a book earlier this year called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. And what he looks at is nobody had looked at why we sleep. And he said, if I came to you and said, you are going to shut down, you are not going to be conscious, the only systems that are going to be uh, working in your body are the ones to keep you alive, but you won't be able to see anything or hear it. Like he painted this picture of what sleep actually is. And he said, and nobody's thinking, why do we do this? Why does this happen? Why do our bodies shut down for, you know, three, a third of our, our, our time during each day. So that's how he starts the book. And then he goes through all of the things that are mentioned in this article and how women need it for rejuvenation uh, and uh, restfulness and replenishing and the detrimental effects. If we don't get enough sleep, they're terrifying. And, and I have made it a point to try for that eight hours. And now this article is saying eight to 10. So I'm gonna have to find another couple of hours in every day so that I can get nine or 10 hours of sleep. But uh, like Mary, I notice a difference. I'm, I'm a different person. When I'm well rested, I can tackle problems. When I'm not, I cry more easily and <laughs> become more emotional. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so I think there's a lot to be said. And, and what a simple solution to so many problems. It doesn't cost anything. You don't need a prescription. You just have to figure out how to get more hours in a day to, to be able to sleep. It reduces your stress. I mean, the benefits far outweigh anything else and yet, right? It's that and yet dot, dot, dot. We know it's good for us and yet. It's been, I reminded of that Jerry Seinfeld bit where he said, nighttime guy does not respect morning guy. So for me, <laughs> nighttime Amanda does not respect morning Amanda. Nighttime Amanda says, let's just do one more episode with my husband, or I'm just gonna watch the end of this game with my son because nighttime Amanda could care less about the pain that morning Amanda is in. She's not around. <laughs> All right, let me take uh, one more break and we'll be back with these wonderful women on A Woman's View. This is KSL News Radio. back in a moment.